Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 377. When you book a Royal Caribbean cruise and choose the right sailing for you, I doubt most people actually look into if there's maybe a large group on board their ship. After all, Royal Caribbean does not advertise this, and in some cases, there is a group on board, but it's not the end of the world by any means. And this week's podcast episode is a cruise story from our friend Jeff, who went on Freedom of the Seas, in which there was a biker group on board, and he still had a great time on board. Here we go. This week's cruise story is taking us to one of my favorite ships, one of the ships I've been on probably the most of them all, and that is Royal Caribbean's Freedom of the Seas. And joining me on today's cruise story, Royal Caribbean blog podcast episode is uh, Jeff Price. Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Matt. Nice to be here. Excited for it. Absolutely. Thanks for joining me here today. So what about your Freedom of the Seas uh, cruise stood out to you? Where are we going? What year is it? Uh, Tell us a little bit about the backstory here. Well, we actually started our cruising addiction in 2011. Uh, this this cruise was actually our second cruise. Uh, we started on Monarch of the Seas out of Port Canaveral. Uh, we ended up taking a four-day Bahama cruise. We went to Nassau and Coco Cay. Just sort of booked it on a whim. Um, it was suggested to us by some friends. They ended up going with us. Uh, we knew nothing about cruising at the time, had never done anything like it before. Uh, so we ended up taking our four youngest children, had a great time. Um, looking back on it now, we kind of realized we had no idea what we were doing. That there was a science to it, if you will, getting the most out of your cruise vacation. Um, so uh, the following year, my wife Tanya and I, we decided to take another cruise vacation, this time on the much larger Freedom of the Seas, well, larger at least compared to the Monarch. Um, so it was just the wife and I, we were going this time, and it was a seven-night Western Caribbean, uh, again, departing from Port Canaveral. So uh, we we flew into Orlando on uh, – it was Friday, October 26th of 2012, and we spent uh, the next day, we went to Universal Studios, did the Hollywood Horror Nights, had a great time. So we, we got up on Sunday morning. Uh, we drove our rental car to Port Canaveral, which I'm sure, as you know, is a real easy drive from Orlando area. Oh, yeah. So uh, the, the location where we turned the vehicle to was, uh, prior to the cruise was, was a few miles south. I think it was closer to Cocoa Beach, so a little bit of a hike up to Port Canaveral, but the, the, they offered a free shuttle to the port, so... Uh, we, we thought we'd just drop the car off and take the free shuttle up to the port. Of course, they were extremely busy that day. It was embarkation for not only Freedom, um, but both a Disney ship and a Carnival ship out of Port Canaveral. So there was probably at least 75 to 100 people waiting on the one or two small shuttle buses that they were taking people back and forth. So we waited a few minutes and we noticed that uh, there were several taxis pulling up and taking people. And this is, of course, the, before the days of Uber. So even though this wasn't the free option, we were so excited to get our vacation started, we didn't care. So we, we saw another couple that were getting into a, a minivan, plenty of room for a couple more people. So we asked them if we could just split the cab with them, and they agreed, and we were off to the port. So um, we all introduced ourselves on the short ride and just kind of got to know each other for a couple minutes. And the gentleman asked which ship we were leaving on. Of course, I said, Freedom. And he said, oh, great. You know, that's the ship we're going in, on as well. And this is what I'll, I'll never forget. At that point, he turned around to me, and he said, are you here with the rally? And I, I looked at Tanya with a kind of a puzzled look. We had no idea. I'm like, no, what, what rally? So he enthusiastically said, it's hogs on the high seas. It's a motorcycle rally on the ship. There's over 2,500 of us. 
So <laughs> at, at, the, at that point, you know, we, we, you know, thoughts raced in our heads. This is only our second cruise again. So, you know, we, we didn't know anything about charter theme cruises. This was all totally new, new to us. And we had no idea what was going on when we, when we booked it. So we didn't know that there was a motorcycle rally on our ship that we we're about to, to leave on. So, um, if, if memory serves me correctly, I think the passenger capacity is just over 3000 on, on the freedom. So, you know, with having 2,500 of 3000 that were with the rally, we were definitely in the minority of, of people that were, were not necessarily motorcycle enthusiasts. So, you know, they, nothing wrong with them. We didn't have any, any serious issues with anybody, but it's just not something that we're necessarily into. It's just not our thing. So, yeah. Uh, and, and groups like this kind of, uh, they do probably, where it's not a full ship charter, they just, it, actually in your case, took up a lot of the ship. I mean, that, that is a lot of people because as you mentioned, um, you know, that that's uh, well over half the, uh, the capacity of the ship right there. And I remember going on a, I, yeah, it was Brilliance of the Seas. And there was not quite to that length, like percentage wise, it wasn't quite that many people, but there were a lot of people there that were there for a local band. Like it was like a, this like yeah. country music band. And they were like, are you with the group? I'm like, nope. <laughs> but, exactly. Exactly. But it, we, we, we had no idea. It, it is. Yeah. Def, definitely an interesting experience. And, you know, so we, we had our cab ride and we arrived at the terminal get out of the terminal. It was just a sea of black leather, Harley Davidson clothing, a lot of long beards, uh, the alcohol was already flowing by guests uh, who had brought their own to drink while waiting to embark. So the, the party had already started at the port before even getting in the terminal. So uh, now this, this, this cruise took place in late October. So if you recall, Hurricane Sandy ravaged the East Coast around that same time. Uh, in fact, the, the storm had just moved north of the port a day or two prior to us deport, departing. So again, very, knowing very little about cruising, living in Indiana, it didn't even occur to us what impact hurricanes have on the ocean, even after the storm had passed. So we got on the ship without any issues. Embarkation is a breeze. We set about exploring the ship uh, while we waited for our stateroom to be ready. So with the exception of the two, cru- of two cruises, we always book interior rooms. It just saves us money, spend elsewhere on the ship, and we don't, just don't spend enough time to, to book uh, any other room that justify that, that, that sort of cause. So we're always in an interior room. So the room was fine. No, no issues there. We ended up on the, on the pool deck in time for the sail away, sail away party. It's always a lot of fun and we make sure to never miss those. So uh, after, after that, we went to the schooner bar to hang out and relax. And the, the schooner, I think quickly became one of our favorite hangouts on future cruises. We just love the ambiance and the, the music and the trivia, everything that goes on there in the schooner. So we, we spent a lot of time there now. So the, the water, once we kind of sailed away and sailed out into the open water, it was a little bit rough and things, you know, things were starting to rock a little bit. So we're sitting there listening to some live music. Uh, I thought I, you know, felt fine. Everything seemed to be going good. Tanya looked at me and said, do we need to go back to the room? And about that time she said that, I could sense a little bit of queasiness from, from the, the, the rough seas that we had just entered. So I guess maybe her motherly instinct had kicked in. I don't know. She just could just tell that I was not feeling good. So on the way back to the stateroom, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I literally had my hand over my mouth holding the vomit in until she could get the stateroom door open to, to get inside the room. So yeah, a little bit of a, a rough time there. But uh, I, I must say that 12 cruises this is the only time that i actually got sick on on uh, any of our sailings so uh, a, r- a really good streak there but it was just basically just due to sir hurricane sandy and in the uh, rough waters that had occurred uh, just prior to us uh, 
departing yep. that day. So you're yeah, in, not you're in good company, Jeff. I have yeah. also been the victim of that as well, where it's like I've been on a number of cruises, obviously, and every so often it'll hit me, and it's like, okay, I mean, now I know, okay, I'm getting seasick. Let me just go grab my bonine and pop a couple of those, and you know, in about yep. an hour, I'll start feeling better again. But it's not great. It's not a great feeling, um, but it's a very easily treated feeling as well. That's at least the good thing. But it, it is funny how it's like, you know, you go a couple cruises, no problems. And for you, 12, and then bam, you got hit with it. Yeah. 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 It, uh, it, it uh, was, like I said, the first and only time that I've, I've gotten seasick. And I'm somewhat prone to, to motion sickness. Not terribly bad, but, you know, it can't affect me. So I've been, been really lucky there. But it was just, just due to the, the rough seas for sure. That was uh, definitely one of the more rougher uh, patches that we went through. But I went to bed that night, kind of rocked to sleep by the by the waves. And the next day, as, you know, as we sailed south, every, you know, seas were calm. I felt fine. It was, you know, no problem after that at all. So um, we had a sea day. The following day was a sea day, which we, we just – we used that time to really get a feel for the ship. And, again, this was a brand new – and compared to the Monarch, just a, a an incredible – incredible ship you know we had never experienced a monarch we thought was wonderful which it was a it was a great ship but just doesn't just doesn't compare to the freedom so we just kind of use that sea day to to uh kind of you know get the lay of the land if you will and and uh explore and really see what uh, everything they had to offer so i was just really excited about the flow rider i thought that was really cool and i was really tempted to try it um we uh that is until we got into an elevator with a couple and we noticed uh, the gentleman using crutches and I asked him what happened to his ankle and he said the flow rider. So I decided not to try the flow rider on that sailing due to his, uh, his incapac- incapacitated ankle that he had. So I, I chose not to do that. So, but uh, that sea day was great. You know, everything, everything wonderful. Just a, just a lovely ship. We, we docked in Labadee the next day and, Boy, what a what an amazing place that is! It's still one of our favorite port of calls. Uh, we did the the Dragons flight line, the the zip line, which I'm sure I'm assuming you've done it, and the several times you've been there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it, uh, it's what do what do you think when you got up there? Oh, uh, I mean, just the views alone are worth the price. It was just amazing. The uh, and honestly, and and I know this has been said several times on the podcast, but just the ride up to the zip line was worse than the actual zip line itself. That was <laughs> that, that's a lot more sketchy than actually you know sliding down on the zip line. It's just uh, amazing. In fact, we've we've done it one other time uh, since since uh, we we did this first in 2012. But yeah, just just a what a what an incredible place, beautiful place. The the and again the views up there at the top of there of the zip line before you go down is just you you don't get those anywhere else. So just an amazing an amazing place we love Labadee and uh we you know again the rest of the day just kind of explored a little bit we did that uh the alpine roller coaster I think that's called the dragon's tail I want to say we did that that was a fun little little thing to do so um again just a wonderful day and we followed that with a, a day in Falmouth uh Jamaica we walked around the port area took a carriage ride through the city uh Tour guide, tour guide was great on the carriage. He's very proud of the rich history of the the area. Uh, we 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 kind of found it humorous that he pointed out the new jail facility it was in close close proximity to the hospital. Uh, we found it curious that the the jail seemed to be a lot more modern and nicer looking than the rather rundown hospital. But <laughs> they, either either way, they were they were very proud of their area, and it's a it's it's a nice place. But now that we've traveled so many other places. Uh, on different cruises that we've taken, I would say probably Falmouth and NASA would be kind of on the bottom of our list of, of uh, places that um, 
we'd like to go back to. But uh, at the time, it was just so new and exciting. Everything everything just seemed great because it was all just so brand new to us. So, and so we yeah we got back on the ship. Uh, that night was actually Halloween. Um, so back on the ship, the the bikers had a huge costume party on the pool deck. Um, kind of led to one of our our few bummers traveling along with a large uh, theme cruise. Uh, because after dinner and the show, we had wanted to go and sit in one of the hot tubs for a while. And since the party took over the entire pool deck and we didn't have our, our special wristbands, you know, identifying us as part of the, the rally, we weren't allowed to go on the uh, pool deck um, because they'd taken over the entire pool deck. But not a huge deal. Uh, I did on our way back to our room, uh, I did stop by and mention something to guest services. So just a little bit of a bummer, but not a big deal. But um, we went to uh, Georgetown Grand Cayman the next day, and that's another just incredible place. Um, we we did the Stingray City and had a blast, great excursion. I mean, I understand why it's such a popular excursion because it's really, really neat to do. And uh, did some snorkeling and general sightseeing, that sort of thing. Uh, we, we've attempted to go back to, to uh, Grand Cayman several times since then, but it just never seems to work out. And, and it, because you can't dock there, you have to tender in. It's, uh, it seems to be, uh, always the water's a little too rough. So in fact, in, I think it was 2017 on the Rhapsody, we were scheduled to go there. Uh, we had a Porsche rented and we were going to, you know, cruise the, the Island in style and, and check everything out, but, uh, we ended up not being able to stop. So we definitely can't wait to get back there someday and, and experience more of Grand Cayman. We, we loved it there the little bit that we did see that one day. So Jeff, I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to ask you, um, you talked a little bit about this, but um, the, the, the large group, the biker group on board, you know, looking mm-hmm. back on it, what was like, I guess the question people would probably ask you is how bad was it, Jeff? Was it bad at all? How, what's it like being on a cruise with a group, regardless of what their affinity happens to be? It really, we, we had no issues with the individual people. Um, the, it was just because they were such the majority of it. Uh, there was things, uh, they had their own cruise director, daily activities. They even had their own camera crew. Uh, to to record and play back the events in the stateroom TVs. I mean, that was um, there was a um, a couple of events that were on our cruise compass, uh, like the Quest, for example, was canceled because there just wasn't enough people to participate. You know, we, we showed up in Studio B the night it was to take place. There was only about a hundred people in there um, with us, and finally they they kind of stalled and stalled and stalled, hoping other people would show up. Cruise director finally came out. I, I forget the name of the cruise director on this sailing, but he came out and said, you know, sorry, we, we just have to cancel it. We just not enough people to effectively uh, do the show. And at the time we didn't even, we had never even seen the quest. We had no idea what it was. So we're like, Oh, that's kind of a bummer. Now, now that we know what it's, what the, the show involves, we understand why they had to cancel it with such a small group. Um, and we, we never missed the quest. We love the quest now, but so it wasn't a huge deal to us at the time because we really didn't know what we were missing. Um, had we had experienced the quest on prior sailings and then had to miss it, it would be probably more of a, more of a bummer. So, you know, other than that, um, you know, everything was fine. I, I would, I would venture to guess that Royal Caribbean probably sold a record amount of beer on the sailing. There was definitely a lot of drinking going on, but not nothing, nothing out of control. Nothing, you know, that, that I recall that was, uh, um, that caused me any concern at all, as far as with with the uh, the group that we we're with. So, yeah. you know, just a few things like that were just a little bit of a bummer. But uh, yeah, I, so 
I'm, I'm not surprised to hear that. I mean, I think a lot of people uh, are usually worried before the cruise. Oh, there's a group. And it could be in whatever the group could be. It could be bikers. It could be, you know, I don't know, seamstresses that are going on a cruise. But, <laughs> you know, the, the impact is usually minimal to your to yourself. Um, yes, there are some mm-hmm. venues that will be rented out. There might be some special events happening that you're not allowed to go to. In my experience, it's very limited. It's not not that noticeable. Probably the most noticeable thing is what you mentioned earlier, Jeff, is that you're just going to see a lot of them around. You're going to see people wearing same similar T-shirts. You're going to see them, uh, yes. you know, uh, they're, they're, they usually stick out a little bit more because there's so many of them. Inevitably, you're running, going to run across them. But in the in the in the sense that you're going to go on a cruise and like you know you're going to have nowhere to go or nowhere to eat or something like that. No, no, no. They just basically what these groups usually do is they'll rent out a venue or two. By the way, the group I mentioned earlier, I, I had to go look at it. It was really bothering me. It was on Navigator of the Seas, not not Brilliance. But I do recall like for one evening they were doing a, a, a concert and it was on the pool deck. So for one evening, uh, the pool deck was, or at least half the pool deck was closed for that event. Didn't really bother mm-hmm. me because number one's the evening and number two, uh, they still had some other areas open. So it's, it's a bit of an impact on it, but not a major one. And I think even, you know, listen, I'd be the first to be like, you know, Oh, bikers are going to be on your upcoming cruise. You know, you might think there's Oh geez. Right. But it sounds right. like it wasn't really, you know, they, they were very well behaved just like anybody on a cruise ship. Right. It was more the initial shock that we, we didn't even know that this, we, we didn't know theme cruises or, or uh, charter cruises even existed. So, you know, n- walking into this totally unknown, it was, it was more of a shock uh, than, than anything else because we just, we weren't expecting it. We just thought there was going to be a cruise like our last cruise and just a, 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 a mishmash of different, different people and cultures. But uh, it, it wasn't quite that, but it was a, a wonderful experience regardless. We, we definitely didn't, didn't let anything get in our way and, and uh, still had just a wonderful time. So yeah. Now, if you're wondering, I, I'm going to piggyback on this a little bit, Jeff, because I'm sure there's people saying, oh, well, you know, like yourself, well, I didn't realize there are, you know, potentially large groups on sailings. Will Roller Caribbean tell me that there's a large group on your sailing? The answer is no. Um, it's a really a matter of privacy in the same way that you don't want Roller Caribbean telling others, hey, Jeff Price is on your cruise, right? Like it's, right. Like, it's right. none of your yes. business uh, to, to have that. But thanks to the internet, there are some ways to figure out at least a big group, right? You know, like 10 people. Okay, big deal, right? That's just to be a family. But um, really, the only way to figure it out is, uh, in my experience, is to Google it. Um, basically, Google your ship name and date or ship name, date, and group. So as an example, uh, this was Freedom of the Seas. So you see, you know, Freedom of the Seas, whatever month this was, whatever year, um, and, and try searching for that because inevitably, when these groups are advertising on the internet, they use the ship name and sale date in their advertising. And yes. if they're a significant group, you'll probably run across it that way. It's at least a way to kind of have a ballpark idea of what to expect. Yeah. And interesting you say that. We were actually talking to one of the, the uh, staff members, crew members uh, during the sailing. And we, we were just kind of talking about the, the group and how it's interesting that they've, they've done this. And, and he said, well, you don't want to be on next week's cruise then because that is uh, evidently, and this, this would have obviously been an entire cruise uh, booked or, you know, they don't let anyone else on. It was a, a, a uh, clothing optional uh, nudist cruise uh, was, was, was going to be the following week is what, <laughs> is what the crew member said. So he said this, this week is tame compared to next week. So yeah, that was interesting that he said that. So, yeah. So, I mean, after, after uh, uh, we did uh, uh, Grand Cayman um, the night at dinner, we ended up getting a complimentary bottle of wine. Uh, I assume that this was due to the, the mentioning that, you know, we were a little upset about not being able to get on the, the uh, pool deck that night. So we did get a, a free bottle of wine out of it. So it was, uh, um, the, you know, at, at least something they, they acknowledged the fact that we were a little bit disappointed, but I didn't make a big deal of it. So, 
but uh, yeah, the, the next day after that, after uh, Grand Cayman, we uh, enjoyed our first time in Cozumel. Um, and, and again, lots of new experiences. We rented a Jeep, drove around the entire island, uh, stopped and just did some sightseeing, different, different areas. Uh, one of the little beach bars we stopped at, we had a man outside with you know several huge iguanas. Uh, and of course, as soon as we got out of the Jeep, he, he brings them over to us. And we were so new to traveling, uh, these these going to these type of places that we had no idea he was going to expect money from us. So we're holding the iguanas, taking pictures. He put them on our heads. And then, of course, you know, when we're done, he he asked for money. So I, I didn't realize it was going to cost us $20, but it's all part of the experience. You know, it's, it's <laughs> things, things you learn as you, as you do these, these types of trips. And <laughs> yeah, we, we had a, we had a great time. So Cozumel is a lot of fun. Um, that night at dinner, uh, I was determined to finish off that free bottle of wine. You know, we, it would be a shame for it to go to waste. So, and neither one of us are big drinkers and Tanya doesn't drink wine at all. So it was all up to me to, to finish this, this bottle of wine. So needless to say, after dinner, I was feeling pretty good. And we were interested in seeing the show advertised in the cruise compass uh, called battle of the sexes. And again, being, you know, new to cruising, we didn't know what it was somehow. I, I don't recall, but I got volunteered to be one of the participants I, I don't have any recollection of what the challenges were, but somehow it ended up being the last challenge, some sort of seductive dance. And evidently the alcohol got the best of me and I ended up having quite the performance. And uh, at one point the cruise director, <laughs> the cruise director had to remind me that this was a family show because I think he was afraid I was actually going to strip, you know? So uh, I, I only admit this because unfortunately there is video evidence of this act somewhere in the archives. And, and my wife is not afraid to, to, use it to embarrass me. So I, I have to admit that this did actually happen. Otherwise it would be, you know, what happens on the ship stays on the ship. <laughs> no, she, I, she was sure to get video of it. I, 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 it would be a real shame if your wife were to post a copy of that video on the comments for this podcast episode <laughs> of realcoreanblog.com. I mean, really a true shame. Who would want oh, to do you're that? Dro- right? You're dropping hints. You're dropping hints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was a a, a great cruise and and uh, we just had a, a a wonderful a wonderful time. It, it sounds like this trip was kind of full of negatives, you know. I'm, I'm touching on a lot of negative parts, but it was all part of the experience. It made this one of, if not our our favorite cruises. Uh, and I think mostly because not only had these these different things that were happening that's not usual to cruise vacations, but uh, it was also new and fresh and exciting to us. You know, we were learning how to make the most of it. And again, there's, you know, there's that science that you know of, you know, you have to, you, you know, do you want to plan for your day? Do you want to just relax? Do you want to just be busy all day? There's just so much, so much to do on cruises. We're just, we're totally hooked. Uh, you know, we, we can't wait to, to get back out there and start cruising again. It's just, it's just a, a great time. And again, I, I don't think that there's any better way to crew to vacation other than taking a cruise. So we just love it. Well, it sounds like a fantastic vacation, Jeff. And, and I'm glad that everything worked out well. I mean, you know, the little hiccups here and there, everyone always has little hiccups there, but uh, it sounds like a great cruise. And I really appreciate you coming on here to talk to us about your freedom of the sea sailing. Not a problem. Had a great time. Thanks for having me. <laughs>